and welcome back to episode two of Wasting Warble. My name is Megan. And I'm Jim. And uh, we're back to talk about cosplay and cosplay-related issues. All right, so since uh, since last time we recorded, we went to Dragon Con and uh, wore all those those fun costumes we were stressing out about last time. And, uh, Jim, how did how did Mercy go for you? Pretty good. I think with the exception of my wings falling out during a dance <laughs> contest. That video is on my Instagram if you want to see that happen. It was a fairly successful costume. Uh, everyone seemed to like it. It looked pretty good. I think I only saw a handful of people that seemed to have uh, made their own wings. There were a lot of people that made the suit and all that, but uh, some people bought wings, some people made wings, some people didn't have wings, but it was cool. Uh, that I got to do that. How was your, while we're on the Overwatch topic, how did your Tracer come out, in your opinion? Um, pretty successful. I only saw a handful of other uh, people who did the same graffiti skin that I did, and I thought that my accelerator came out really well. The lights at no point shorted out during the con, which was nice. Well, I am a professional electrician. They look pretty spot on. Yes, my only, my only complaint with that costume was... The uh, the paint we used for the goggles was translucent, but really hard to see through. So I couldn't really wear the goggles while I was walking around. It would definitely like fall into a suit of right and die. Walk into somebody's wings. They looked great in pictures, though. They did. Um, so what was your? Let's just talk about Dragon Con for a moment. So what was your favorite costume you wore at Dragon Con? That I wore uh, probably Belle. I think that uh, Inch French was the most comfortable costume, and also I think the best put together costume, and my favorite one to have just have made. How about you? Uh, it would either be Mercy or the Fruit Stripe Zebra, because the people who did know the Fruit Stripe Zebra loved the Fruit Stripe Zebra, and I did hand out a case of Fruit Stripe Zebra gum. He, he literally had a case of Fruit Stripe in his fanny pack at all times. Whenever someone said, hey, are you the Fruit Stripe Zebra? He'd hand them a pack of gum, and they were always really confused as to why a dude in a zebra onesie was handing them gum. It was hilarious. Yeah, it was just, it was a fun and comfortable costume, and I was able to wear it to a bunch of parties, and then when I was done partying, immediately go to sleep because they're actually pajamas. I actually did the same thing. I went to sleep in my unicorn onesie. Yes. <laughs> Came back from the party, just collapsed. What was the favorite costume you saw at Dragon Con? That I saw? Ugh. I mean, a couple standouts come to mind, like that Maleficent. Yes, I was thinking of the Maleficent. Uh, with, she had like 10-foot wingspan, and they were just gorgeous and flawless, and I don't know how she did those feathers. There was the working diva mech. That was pretty cool. Um, I believe that one won an award. Yes. For Dragon Con's Masquerade. What else did I see? I feel like I saw one or two others that I'm just not thinking of that were just amazing. I saw a really, really big man, which was just hilarious. I did not see that, and I'm really disappointed. Um, I stood in line next to a uh, Batgirl who was the Batgirl from the end of the Lego Batman movie, and she was flawless. She had the gold sequins on the inside of her cape and the like handmade cowl, and it was pretty sick looking. Oh, was that the back early pointed out to me when mm. I hopped onto the uh, Venture Brothers line with you? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that was a that was a really good costume. Oh, um, and that Reinhardt at the Overwatch party was just fantastic. Not only did he make a giant suit of armor, he also was able to dance with it and come in second in the dance competition. That was pretty cool. 
I, yeah, I feel like those were most of my favorite costumes. Let me see if I took any pictures. I saw a ton of really good Squirrel Girls. I saw a couple, yeah. I always really like Squirrel Girl costumes, just because they're fun. I didn't take a lot of pictures this year because I just absolutely failed. There was the Matt Murdock at the bunny party. There was a great Matt Murdock at the bunny party. Um, there was an Upsy the Elevator. That was pretty great at the uh, Taz cast meetup. All right. I mean, that doesn't mean anything to me yet because I'm a friggin' noob. But it will. And Upsy's it. great. There was a Garrel. I don't know if you saw the Garrel. I did not see the Garrel. I totally missed the Garrel. I should have been Garrel. I had the... You should have been Garrel. When I make a taco, you should be Garrel. I'm going to um, jump on your shoulders. Well, don't do that. Oh, that's I happening have now. bad shoulders that and bad knees. straight up happening now. Um, so, on the topic of Dragon Con, what was your favorite just moment of the weekend? I think doing... Uh, I scheduled a bunch of photo shoots just so I can get nice pictures taken of all of my costumes. And I think uh, my bell one was my favorite, and I was really stressed out because I had written down the wrong time. For the photographer, I wrote down uh, 11 when we were supposed to meet at 10. And then at 10, she went, I'm here. And I went, oh, no, I'm only halfway dressed. Um, can we reschedule for later today? And she said, yeah, sure. And then at 10.30, she said, I think 11 will still work. And I said, oh, no, and I have to actually finish getting dressed. It was kind of stressful getting there, but I've been seeing the sneak peeks of the pictures, and they all look really, really pretty. And it was nice to actually kind of focus on something that I'd worked that hard on and just allow myself to really fangirl over something that I had done. What about you? What was your favorite favorite thing? Huh. There was the lightsaber fights at the Alderaan party. The lightsaber fights at the Alderaan party were pretty, pretty cool. Um, the parties in general were really fun. The people were cool. Um, I don't know. It was just a generally fun weekend. Talking to James Urbaniak for a couple of minutes was, was pretty cool. He's a funny guy. I actually spoke to a human being. Very proud of you. Woo! Uh, oh, uh, there was a really good moment when a young girl, I think she was six or seven, ran up to me and yelled, Mercy was her favorite character and insisted on taking a picture with me. I remember that. Yeah, that was great. I think you had been out in the world as Mercy for about 45 seconds at that point. And uh, there was a witch Mercy literally right next to you, and this girl like totally ran right past her. No interest in the witch Mercy. And I thought that was kind of awesome. Not I'm, that she ignored the other cosplayer, but that she was, like, so into you. I will say that Witch Mercy looked really good. The Witch I don't Mercy know who was, was awesome. But she looked really good. Yeah, no, she she looked really great. Like, every Mercy I saw this weekend looked really great. I was just, I think I was the only male Mercy I ran into. I think there might have been another one there somewhere. One other. But I didn't run into them. I you saw a bunch of male tracers. You were definitely the only Mercy who almost personally killed me with their wings. That's probably true. Yeah. Uh, there was me and another Mercy who had to both sidestep in and around everything because we both had five-foot wingspans. But you also had homemade wings, which was pretty cool. That's true. And uh, did you get anything cool at Dragon Con? Yeah, I did. I um, I ordered this uh, really cool fake fur-lined Flareon capelet from Button Fox Crafts. Um, you can find them on Instagram, and they're they're really really cool. You can you can see probably their second or third row of pictures down is a picture of uh, the exact cape that I had ordered, but I had to get it basically custom ordered because they sold out because all of their stuff was awesome. And as soon as they get back home in Australia, I believe they're going to be sewing everything up and sending them out. So definitely go go check them out. They're definitely worth taking a look at. How about you? What did you get? 
I bought a sweet scarf from those same people. You did. It was very, very soft. It looks like a fox. Also, I got a Cat Noir hoodie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you sure did. And you didn't get the Ladybug hoodie with me, which was very upsetting. But I mean, we don't have to get into that now. That's fine. I'll just, just leave me to hang out with you. Um, so that was uh, anything else but Dragon Con, Max? Um, we got some really great vegan food in Atlanta. We did. Yeah, but I think that's a, I don't know. I mean, I could ramble about Dragon Con for about three days, but I don't think anybody wants that. No, I don't think anybody wants that. Uh, we also got uh, sick, so we're a little nasally. Yeah. More nasally than normal. Con plague. Uh, but that's that. Uh, so, moving on to costumes, what do you think in retrospect you could do to have improved the costumes you brought to Dragon Con. Now that I've finished Belle, I'm definitely noticing some things that I did wrong that just aren't completely screen accurate. Um, just little things like my bodice should be over my skirts as opposed to the other way around. But uh, I think that's really the only thing there. The hem probably should have been a little bit shorter in like one tiny place. I, th I wish I'd spent a little bit more time painting my tracer guns, but they look pretty good in pictures. I did leave behind my gloves for two of my costumes. So, uh, for my Kim Possible costume, I'm making a face, so I should clarify, for my Kim Possible and for Tracer. They both have gloves, and I left the gloves in the hotel room because I just completely forgot about them. When I post the pictures, you'll see I'm not wearing gloves in either of those costumes when I really should be. It's because I left them in my hotel room like a total dingus. Uh, how about you? What would you have done a little better? I would have made a locking mechanism for my wings. Yes. Uh, like a lock and swing mechanism. Um, I also would have got a sweet visor for my fruit stripe guy. Like a sweet, like a sweet rainbow visor. Yeah. Or like a sweet translucent visor. That'd be rad. This is, these are all solid ideas. But you know what's great about fruit stripe? You can bring that back for another con. Uh, I wear that like normally. I know. You so know. I shouldn't I have worn it right now. Damn it! <laughs> You've really dropped the ball. Uh, and then, what do you want to work on next? Like, what what is the next cons you want to go to? And what are the costumes you want to work on for those cons? Um, I'm thinking about going to Rhode Island Comic Con, but it's pretty close to where we live, so that's kind of a not super committal one. I'll probably stay over at a friend's house if we go. I might only go on Saturday because it's kind of close. I'm trying to talk a bunch of you guys into ASEN over in Chicago and KatsuCon down in DC. But uh, besides that, I don't really have anything for sure on the radar. I think I'm going to AAC up in New Hampshire next month, but that's to work. And I think besides that, I don't have anything hard and fast on the schedule for cons for a little while. Uh, but next costumes I want to work on, I already am pretty deep into the planning stages of uh, working on Fu from Magic Knights Ray Earth, which is like an old shoujo anime by Clamp from 1992. And it was, uh, Fu was actually my first cosplay ever, so I'm kind of bringing that back around, but I wanted to do Final Armor from uh, the, the last stages of the first arc of that TV show uh, with just the giant, giant cape and the kind of light armor and the 17-foot sword. So. That's going to be, I think, one of my next things, and I was kind of toying hardcore with the idea of making an Adventure Zone costume now that I'm just listening to that like it's my full-time job. What about you? I'm not sure. Like I said, I'd be willing to do whatever the Ray Earth 
uh, you said you wanted me to do was... I haven't watched Ray Earth. Um, I've been telling him to read it because it's much faster. Yeah, it still seems like a lot of work. But I'd also like to do somebody from the Adventure Zone. I'd love to do Merle because I think that arm would be super rad to make. Do it. Uh, what else would be cool? I'm not sure. I'm not, like, into things. <laughs> All right. So Jim wants to do a costume where he can work on really building his foam smithing and warbler smithing skills. So he wants a costume with armor, but not an overwhelming amount of armor. So tweet us at Wasting Warbler and give Jim some really cool costume suggestions for what he can start working on, because he didn't seem super into any of mine, but I don't know if I had any good ones for him, and I think some of you out there might. I think it'd be cool to do uh, some of the Voltron Paladins. They have like some really simplistic armor over like a jumpsuit. Mm -hmm. So we'd basically be making shoulder and chest armor with helmets and probably the... Uh, I, I almost wanted to say Beyblade, but it's Bayard. <laughs> and I the always, Beyblades! I always say Bayard wrong. I was trying to ask my friend if I could look at her Bayard. And I was just like, can I look at your uh, your uh, baby? Your ba-ba-ba. And Jim just went, your Bayard. She wants to see the bear. No, yes. While just making grabby hands. But uh, that was fun. Like, so, the whole weekend was fun. I think a Voltron costume would be cool to do, but I, I think if we did it, we'd have to get everyone on board. All right, but really Which Voltron paladin would it be? Exactly. Which, I would clearly be Pidge, because I'm short and bespeckled and like the color green, but which one would you do? I feel like you might do Shiro, because you're always like Grumpy Space Dad. Honestly, I... I'd probably be Murray. <laughs> oh no, yeah, you'd be, uh, uh He doesn't even get armor. He just gets a mustache. Oh, you'd be Koran. <laughs> I have seen some really good Koran cosplayers, but he doesn't have armor. He doesn't have armor. Although, if, I, if he had armor, would it be like orange? What color would his armor be? Uh, I don't know. But if I did one of the uh, paladins proper, it'd probably be, uh, Shiro or Keith. I could see it. But I think those would be good and fun and not overly difficult like they have a lot of smooth rounded edges that you need to get like really smooth really perfect but i think that'd be cool so i know. think that one would be fun and i know that one of my other friends is also working on doing the paladin armor so we could definitely she's doing the lance right and then could... notes. um okay so do you have anything else about future costumes and you know hopefully we hear from some people on twitter uh yeah i don't i don't think i have anything else really that I have hard planned right now. I mean, normally I like to do a discussion of the week, but uh, I really don't have anything to talk about right now, and I feel like we spent a lot of time talking about Dragon Con. But uh, instead, Jim, do you have any questions that we can answer? I do, and if you have any questions, you can feel free to tweet them at, at Wasted Warbler, or you can tweet at either of us uh, with your questions, and we'll get them on the show. Uh, I have a question from Puppy Stomper, uh, and he asks, what is the best way to repair something on the go or really fast if you're at the convention? Uh, and we prepared for this this year, and we prepared only a little bit for it last year when we brought ourselves a emergency repair kit. Okay, so a bunch of years ago I went to Dragon Con, and um, I was rooming with one friend and a bunch of randos. It was my first year at Dragon Con ever. And I arrived, and my costume uh, broke. Not a lot, but I was wearing Attack on Titan uniform, not any of the any of the gear, and my strap snapped, and I didn't know what to do, and I kind of freaked out really quietly, and my, one of my con roommates, who I didn't actually know, he was uh, a stranger at that point, said, oh no, I have an emergency repair kit, here you go, and he handed me a box, and it was just like needles and thread, and uh, crazy glue, 
and double-sided sticky tape and stuff like that. So now every time I go to a con, I make myself a box really similar to that. And we brought one this year. And it worked out really well. I think a lot of my stuff got broken in transport. My Mercy Staff got broken. My One of my wings got broken. My halo got broken. Yeah, the TSA was not kind to your costume. Uh, and, you know, we had prepared for this. We brought uh, E6000 Crazy Glue. They yes. come in a little trial-sized tubes. So you don't have to bring your giant tube of glue and have it explode or anything like that. We brought duct tape, sewing needles, safety pins. And most importantly for me, we brought quick set... JB Weld. JB Weld. Yeah. Uh, regular JB Weld can take anywhere from 30 minutes to a couple hours to really set. The quick set stuff sets tacky-ish in five minutes and can get really hard within an hour. So it was really good for me uh, to have that on hand because when we landed, we checked all our stuff. I was able to repair it that night. So Friday morning, all my stuff was good to go. Uh, so JB Weld, uh, the quick set stuff, when you can find it, it's a black and yellow tube instead of the normal black and red tube. Really great. It was also really great for building the props because it allowed me to snap stuff together really quickly. Whereas when I was using the slow set JB Well with some of my other props, it took a little more time. It does have a higher pressure density, the slower stuff, but that's the price you pay if you want it to quick set. Uh, it's a really quick set. It's stronger than regular super glue. It's great to have in your cosplay kit if you have a lot of uh, 3D printed stuff. I think with foam, you'd probably go with the E6000 or, or tape or something, but I think for 3D printed stuff, it was really important that I had that personally, because my stuff is so heavy. Yes. Um, I do most of my stuff, most of my costumes are heavily sewn, so I usually try to have safety pins, like Jim mentioned, and a small sewing kit, just like needle, thread, cheesy scissors. That's really all you need to fix stuff really, really quickly. Um, we also grabbed some of that just like instant iron-on hem in case a hem fell out. We didn't end up needing it, but it would just be useful to have in my sewing box. And um, if, like Jim, you need to fix your costumes really quick, and now you have a gross black JB Weld line, we also brought a whole bunch of paint pens to do touch-up work. So when his halo broke and we had to glue it back together, we were able to color that back in gold so he didn't just have like random black lines going through it. I was uh, kind of upset about the halo breaking because when it broke, it also broke the supports that were supposed to hold it to my head. So then I had thing. to take a bunch of gold wire, which I had because half my costume was gold, and kind of like jury rig that through my wig to hold it up, which was yes. kind of a bummer, but you know, we made it work. No, it, it looked good. It I looked good, but we... it did look better before, and I think we can all admit that. It did. I mean, you clearly had to fix it, but I think it looked good, and I think it looked really good in the pictures that the photographer took. And I think that we have definitely learned a lot about how to make that more sustainable for traveling. Yeah, uh, so basically in summation, Poppy Stomper, you want to have some modicum of uh, preparedness uh, going with you. Uh, if you do not have room in your checked bag, if you're checking the bag, or if you're taking a carry-on, you obviously can't bring any of this stuff in a carry-on. Uh, talk to one of your friends who might be driving to where you're going, or if somebody you know has a large costume and they're checking a bag or shipping a bag, ask them what they're bringing for emergency supplies, and if there's anything in there they can throw in that will help you with the supplies you have. Maybe you have a 3D printed thing, maybe you have some foam things or some more sewing stuff. Maybe you just need them to throw some double-sided Velcro in there, just in case. Whatever it is, if you don't have enough room, talk to one of your friends. One of your friends probably has room. If you don't have friends, 
tweet at us on Wasting Warmbill. We'll be your best friend. <laughs> Any reason to go to a new con. Um, and another thing is, specifically for Dragon Con, and I know this is the same at a couple of conventions, depending on how heavily populated the area is, we had a CVS literally across the street from our hotel. So there were a number of things that we could just say, all right, we need this thing really quick, and we were able to run across the street for it. Or at least in previous years, that's been the case. This year we were just obnoxiously prepared, so we really didn't need to run across the street for too much more than, like, mixers. Also, I didn't see one of Dragon Con because I didn't look. I didn't need it. Uh, but I know at Star Wars Celebration and at uh, Boston Comic Con, there have been booths that will help you repair your costume there, if they're broken. There was a cosplay repair booth. Remember that table that we, like, all stood at and you put your mercy wings on top of? Yes. Because um, we couldn't get into a panel? That, a couple hours later, turned into the cosplay repair booth. So it was right there. Well, that's really nice. And I think you can always check your schedules, your uh, layouts. There's usually some sort of repair booth. And if there isn't, check the Facebook group or forums. There might just be somebody wandering around with a repair kit. Because there's always somebody wandering around with a repair kit. I was going to say, if all else fails, just stand somewhere and yell, Oh no, part of my costume fell off. And I bet like eight people will just start throwing tape at you. Because cosplayers know what's up. Cool. Uh, did you get any other questions, Jim? Uh, that's the only question I had this week. Uh, like you said, we didn't get a chance to put the first episode out. We just recorded the first episode, and then we went away, and then we've been sick. So we're recording the second episode. We'll probably release one and then the other, and then hopefully we'll have some questions for the third episode. So I guess that's enough from us this week. We had a good time at DragonCon, and we hope to see you with something else soon. Hey, thanks much for listening. You can email us at wastingwarbla at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at wastingwarbla. You can find me on either Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at Haby Cosplays. Haby is spelled H-A-B-I-E. And for Jim, you can find him at Speeder Parker on Twitter or James F. Colleran on Instagram. Thanks much. Have a good night.